Welcome back to Risk Check Podcast, episode 24. We've got some special guests with us today. Uh, Nora Taylor. Hello. And Tiffany Wade, both from Odinki. Um, Before we get into tonight's episode, uh, for those of you who are listening and not watching, uh, via pro tip I got recently, on a visit <laughs> to the AP house. We've discovered recently how many people are actually listening versus watching and can't tell our voices apart. So uh, a gentleman was so kind to give me a pro tip. I think his name is Steven. Steven, if you're listening, thank you. Shout out to Steven if you're listening. <laughs> Shout out to Steven. So for those of you who are just tuning in uh, and who don't know us or know our voices, my name is Perry. And my two co-hosts here are... I'm Ben. And Rashawn. And we make up the Risk Check Podcast. Now, getting into tonight's episode. But before that, we have to have an honorary Risk Check. Who's kicking us off? The man who never repeats a watch. (laughs) Yes. Let's do it. So, yet another watch. (laughs) (laughs) So you got at least 24. I got at least 24 watches. Dang. Um, Dang is right. Mm-hmm. This piece is very, 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 very special. So can I, I'm sorry, I know I always interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is one of my friends, uh, my dear friend, Eddie, who watches the show, he texted me. He said, you know, every watch is very, very special to Rashawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is very I special think, watch I number think, 24. I think when he tells us about this watch, we realize it's actually very special. Yes. This one is. This one's. Yeah, this is it. Okay. So this one is actually very special. Um, it was gifted to me by a really good friend, um, a brother, um, a client of mine, just like and everything to me. This guy just like there's no words to sum up our relationship. It's just very special. And um, and I just have to say this was an amazing gift. Um, it was very thoughtful because if we go back to episode three, if I'm not mistaken, we covered this timepiece. We did. Um, so I am actually rocking the Studio Underdog chronograph um, with the eggplant dial. Mm-hmm. So the funny story about this piece um, is that it's an April Fool's joke. So initially... It was to be rumored that the dye was made out of eggplant skin. Actual, actual eggplant. Yeah, actual, so it was supposed eggplant, to be out, yeah. made out of actual eggplant skin. So after speaking to Richard, the uh, founder, marketing director, yeah, he does designer, watchmaker, <laughs> everything. Shout out to Richard of Studio Underdog. Um, he gave me some clarification after DMing back and forth for hours at a time. Um, he said that it was a joke and that this is actually just a stamp. Yeah, dial. when we reviewed this watch, I don't think we caught on to that. No, I fell for it. <laughs> uh, we thought that this was a watch that, like a pair of like like leather with patina over time, mm-hmm. that the the eggplant dial would actually wrinkle. <laughs> well, the funniest thing was Shame that on me. you got us, Richard. <laughs> no, you, you definitely got us. Everybody us gets one. I was like, it's so cool. <laughs> oh my god. Well, why he really got everyone was because he shared photos of the um of like an aged dial. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So he shared the photos, but then the funniest thing was he took them down. So. 
So when I knew that I was like speaking to him directly, I didn't want to sound like I, I didn't have any information on the watch. I was like, man, so, um, you know, I, I'm looking at this watch and it has a little bit of texture, but I can't tell if it's real eggplant skin. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, that's actually a joke. Um, but it was, it was so cool because not only was there a connection with me and the timepiece, it's actually a connection now with me and the actual watchmaker, which like, you know, we've spoken about before how powerful it is to kind of bridge that gap of the consumer and the brand. Mm -hmm. What's cool about his brand too is that it's, it's incredibly popular. They're all super limited, pretty reasonably priced. Yeah. Um, yeah. You get a lot of watch for the value. It has a beautiful exhibition case back. Um, and they're a lot the, of fun. That's the Fratello edition, right? So Yeah, so this one is, is numbered. Yeah, this yeah. one is numbered. So number 14 of 50. That's awesome, man. Um, 14 isn't a significant number for me. I do like even numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> it's that, that number's not very special. <laughs> the the plot thickens. <laughs> the number... <laughs> So I do like even numbers. If, I do like even numbers. No, what if you got beach. your birthday? That would have been sick if I'd have got my birthday. Um, if it would have been the eighth, that would be sick. But um, 14, 14, I guess, uh, lucky 14. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. That's right. what I'll call it. Well, congratulations on the new timepiece. Thank you. Yeah. Respect. Yet another one. Let's mix it up and change direction. Nora, what do you have for us today? I have on the Judith Lieber, Lieber Timex. Awesome. Rose gold. Just a Fire. basic Timex covered in a bunch of crystals. It's dope. And it is a watch that I reviewed and I was like, I would never wear this watch. And now it has become my everyday watch. That's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. Bust down Timexes. I love it. Mm -hmm. Fire. Fire. Thank you. Playful, fun, colorful. Were, it's awesome. If I'm not mistaken, were those crystals, those are Swarovski mm -hmm. collab, right? Yeah, those are good. I didn't want to. Flex. I flex. You don't check pot. Yeah, you got to flex. What do you What do you have on the wrist, Tiffany? I'm wearing um, the limited edition uh, Mercy Dinky watch. Tight. That's really nice. My, uh, bracelet, <laughs> I love the um, I love the hour markers. Thanks. Like the, I like the, the topography. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, that's what made me. It reminds watch. me of like an IWC. A little bit. I feel like it's like a cross between an IWC and like a Nomos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the stack is good too. Yeah. The bracelet. Yeah, I like the stack. Gotta love a good stack. Mm -hmm. I'm always rocking the bracelet. Even though there's a lot of you know, haters on these bracelets. Oh, comments. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. But you know. That's why we don't look in the comment section. Yeah. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you got in the wrist, Ben? What are you uh, working with? I'm today? rocking the wrist and code John John special. The JJ. The 5168G, the green dial. Some people green call dial, this green a strap. hand grenade. Mm -hmm. I think that's a little corny, but it's the ninja turtle. Uh, I rock with, yeah, I'll call it that. Yeah. Leonardo, Donatello, whoever you want. Sure. Pick pick it pick it poison. Whoever's your favorite. But it's a good one. It's white gold, green strap, greens uh Fun fact, John John and I share a favorite color is green. So uh, he was wearing it today and I took it from him. I, I joined that party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why I'm rocking all green now. Okay, there you go. Three people. Green's Everyone's our favorite color. Green yeah, wow. Look at that. Taking notes. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. The green boys are back in town. Yep. <laughs> Respect. Respect. What you got on, Perry? Um, I'm also wearing a JJ special. JJ is a friend of ours. Uh, John from Wrist & Co. Not that other Wrist & Co. We know. We know about that guy. Uh, different, <laughs> different, different, different wrist and co. But I'm rocking um, John's blacked out Daytona. 
Uh, John is a friend of the show. He's a friend of ours. Um, you will see him on the show soon. Welcome to the mob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And John has a lot of watches. And um, he only has two wrists. So, so when he's on round, we do. <laughs> uh, now, getting right into it. Ladies, welcome to Wrist Check Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us. I promise you there's only water in my cup. Um, welcome. It's good to have you. Um, this has been some time in the making. Um, we started talking individually mm-hmm. and then we ran into each other at the Complecto event. Yes. Uh, and we just had Jason on last week and that was a lot of fun. And then we're able to make all this happen. So I'm glad to, to finally have you two on the show. Welcome. Thanks. Great to be here. Um, so getting right into it, let's start with who you are first. Uh, Nora, where are you from? Who are you? Um, I'm Nora. I'm from Chicago. Shy city. Yeah. <laughs> right now I'm the deputy editor at Hodinkee. Been there for about a year. Um, I live in Flatbush. Brooke Long? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Oh, it's my go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tiffany. I'm from West Orange, Montclair. New I'm Jersey in the house. Yep. Jersey, uh, born and raised, and I'm still in Jersey, so. Respect. Yep. Come out to New York a lot, obviously. <laughs> Nice. There we go. Mm-hmm. So, the two of you work for Hodinkee. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. How did you find your way there? How did that happen? <laughs> How do you go from just... I go first. You go first. You've been there longer. In a young lady in West Orange, <laughs> New Jersey, Montclair, to um, one of the most happening watch media retail outlets uh, on the dot-com space. Well, you know, there's notches on the belt. That's okay. definitely have happened for me to get to Hodinkee. Sure. Um, so I've definitely shot watches before I made it to Hodinkee. Um, and I was working for a company shooting diamonds. And of course I shot watches with them as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's where I learned a lot about watches because um, of my coworker actually that I worked with. And I was looking for a new job. Respect. (laughs) (laughs) New opportunity. There we go. And, uh, you know, I ended up at Hadinki. I didn't know what I was getting myself into Mm -hmm. uh, when I first started. I didn't understand the capacity of what Hadinki was. How how long ago was this? This was was like three years ago. Okay. Um, So, you know, I ended up at Hadinki. And before I knew it, I hardly shot just about almost any watch. It's been in this room. <laughs> did you did you pass my head? <laughs> did you love watches before before Hodinkee? Uh honestly, I didn't have a love for watches before I got to Hodinkee mm-hmm. at all. It, watches weren't my thing. It wasn't anything I was interested in. It wasn't anything that I thought would become anything. It just ended up falling on my lap. Sure. If that makes any sense. It makes perfect sense. I think a lot of people actually felt that way from even the opposite side of the spectrum. I think photographing watches is what got me interested in it. Um, I couldn't tell you that a dial was a dial when I first started working at Hadinki. Sure. So uh, I I got taught a lot. Now you know the anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. Respect. I remember Cole Pennington, shout out to Cole every day for this. You're a New Jersey guy. I was like, oh, you know. The uh, face on that watch took it to dial. Yeah. <laughs> yes. dial. So, yeah. Shout out to Cole. Yeah, it's so cool when you actually find what you love from 
you know, something that just like fell into your lap, like you said, um, <clears throat> we kind of have shared that before. Like, you know, we collected watches or like, you know, had like some kind of interest in watches, but didn't think about taking it to the levels that we have in creating this podcast. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's very impressive when, you know, you're actually really great at what you do and it wasn't even something that you even intended to be into. So it's really, really cool. Mm -hmm. You actually, yeah, you do take really great wrist shots. Like, I mean, I sent that picture you <laughs> took of me at Complecto, which was like just of my wrist, not even my face. I sent it to everybody I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank Yo, look you. at my wrist, dog. Look at my wrist. <laughs> Tons of compliments. Uh, Nora, how'd you wind up at Hodinky? You were in Chicago. How does a, how's a Chicagoan wind up at one of the, the hottest watch platforms? So I had like a couple of jobs out of college that weren't media jobs. And then mm. I moved to New York and started working for like an interior design lifestyle website. Okay. Did that, worked at a fashion website, went back and worked um, in interiors and home space again. And then I got an email, like now boss Nick knew the convention of like emailing someone at Condé Nast. So Nick I got a- Marino? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. I got a very bold email to my current job from Nick. Nice. <laughs> like, Come work for yeah. Death Row. <laughs> Um, I was like, just want to talk, you know, I know this seems maybe out of the blue, like what could watches have to do with design? Um, and we just had a series of really great conversations and I was like, yeah, this seems like something interesting and new and exciting to do. So. And so now you've only, you've been with them for just a year. Yeah. I hit a year at the end of April. Where were you just, were you at the other place just before that? Yeah. I was at Architectural Digest. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Cause I also remember seeing you on, there was like a couple episodes of Crown and Caliber. Yeah, that was two months after I got there. Wow. They were, again, like, go to Atlanta with Cole and talk about watches. And I'm like, I don't know anything, but sure. <laughs> you held ask. your own. Those, those yeah. episodes were great. Yeah. Thanks. Because it's like, you know, did you did you have a passion in watches prior? Did you collect watches, wear watches? No, I have always, like, I've had a kind of, tertiary interest in them as sort of accessories yeah, where right. it was like, I know what I think looks cool. And I, you know, I know the big brands, but I don't know anything about kind of the, like the watch world, watch enthusiasm necessarily. But mm -hmm. I think I was also kind of drawn to the fact that everything I've done has been really broad. Mm -hmm. Like I worked at a very like broad fashion and lifestyle website. Design can be pretty broad. And I was like, it'd be really interesting to sort of like dig into kind of a something culture specific. and a fan. Yeah. Something yeah. so specific. Okay. Um, and I've always been interested in kind of like really seemingly kind of absurdly expensive and nice things sure. to just be kind of like, all right, why? And like, who's yeah. buying this? And Love just that. stuff that is so kind of different from the way that I kind of grew up spending my money and time and stuff. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like, especially I think Hodinkee in a lot of ways was a, a catalyst for this because prior um, it the these these groups of people that were collecting watches and talking watches it wasn't it wasn't obviously it wasn't on this scale mm -hmm. um but it didn't feel like there was any sort of like culture brewing behind mm -hmm. at that time mm -hmm. it was just sort of like these were guys who were into this and they got together and they talked yeah techniques design and you know very casual, very like off to the side, like not in your face. And then Hodinkee hits the scene and it's like, now there's just this injection of culture. And then when you see what's happened, like 
since the start of COVID to like now, if you want to say like post COVID, um, it's exploded into other communities Mm -hmm. where they're starting to blossom and grow. Like we had, um, we had Tom on the show recently. We spent like an hour talking to him just about like the relationship between the streetwear community and, mm-hmm. and where that's going with timepieces and watches now. It's really interesting. And after starting in Hodinki, I kind of realized how much of the watch culture I just sort of picked up. Like for years, I'd been singing Audemars Piguet watch and upgrade you without really like understanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah. And I know that he was in, and like it all kind of comes together. It kind of clicks of, now. You're like, yeah, oh, that's what you guys were talking about. All yeah. yeah. Just a yeah. fancy European name that I didn't Thanks, know. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, wow. just, that's like when we were doing the last game um, with Jason. And it was yeah. like just like, you know, hip hop lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know, talking well, about now, it's funny because now you can go back and you can kind of tell, all right, who was on top of this? Yes, and you know, Jay was. Oh, oh yeah, Jay, of course. Mm-hmm. All the name drops, oh, and it's no, like, Kevin I didn't even, you know, it's like <laughs> Watch the Throne, he's dropping like Richard Mill, and it's like, everyone's like, the hell is that guy? Mm-hmm. Exactly, you know, it's very true. Um, so in terms of the time spent at Odinki, and now you, you two find yourselves in this, this buzzing watch world, what's it been like sort of cutting your teeth in this industry? What's the, what's the experience like? Cutting teeth as in like? Like, like making your way, like um, putting your name down, planting your flag. I mean. Do you even think about it in that way? I mean, I is don't, it. I don't think I thought about it in that way mm-hmm. um, because I didn't like join the dinky on regards of like trying to make a name for myself. I kind of joined like, oh, this is just like my job. I'm going to shoot the stuff and keep it moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess like it became, watch photography became a thing as I was working at Hidinki. Mm. Like, I don't think it was a thing when I first started, but now it seems to be like. It is a thing. It's, it's blown up. There's a lot of people trying yeah. their hands yeah. at it that shouldn't. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> so like, I, you know, like, I feel like um, it just came about in its own way, mm. and I I didn't try to like be like an great photographer. But do you do you? I'm curious. Do you ever see anything online? And you're like, that's like, something that I would do, or that's something that I, I could. I weirdly see stuff, and I did shoot it. Oh, <laughs> so and you don't even like, <laughs> wow. I like so you know it's just like I don't. I don't know what to say yeah. with stuff like that because it wasn't like I tried to get my name out. Mm-hmm. My name like kind of got out. Like I remember in the beginning, people were calling me like a what was it, like a sharpshooter or something. There like, we go. There were like <laughs> little weird names. Like I was just like a dinky sharpshooter. Yeah, like this little dinky like spy. Or <laughs> wow. So like you know, oh, we found out who Tiffany Wade was. And yeah, this is me. So I don't know what to say. It's funny because it's like we meet so many people now, like who are in this world, who, much like yourself, like it was, it was just a job. Now you're you're into it. It's turning into like a passion, yeah, uh, to some degree for you. But then, like, don't realize like how much of a big deal they are to some other people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like in certain circles, you're like, yo, this Tiffany Way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's crazy. Though, I gotta like... Take my picture. <laughs> Exactly. I might just come up to you and ask me for the picture. Yo, when we saw you, we were like, what? <laughs> exactly. Yo, she's taking Rishad. Rishad, me? Where do I go? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely. Yeah. No, we love your work. And um, yes. you, don't, you don't post a lot of it yourself online, but we see it all over the place. Mm-hmm. I'm working on that. 
it's you know it's i'm doing a lot of other work to sure. kind of like put my own work out there mm-hmm. so it's a little hard to have that time to put my own work out there but it's coming i'm working on that's it that's cool to know so what what is your your own work in terms of like your photography style what is what is what is the passion that drives you getting behind a camera um what do you like to shoot like the passion that drives me getting behind a camera told me not to get behind a camera um <laughs> but like um i think i put like my favorite things to shoot is like a lot of film stuff yeah mm-hmm. so for geneva um, when we did the watch and wonders mm-hmm. and i did the um whole 35 millimeter uh black and white photography mm-hmm. mixed with some color that was actually my first time shooting color film um but that was that's what i that's what i drove me to start photography and to pick up a camera and then like my dad was a photographer so he told me like in college i was doing advertising as a major yeah. and i was like i'm changing my major to photography because yeah. <laughs> i don't do it you'll never make money a day in your life. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh don't do it yeah i'm gonna go and do it that's so awesome. you know he's ha- he's like glad that i made that decision that's like, awesome that's yeah. what drove me to like really pick up a camera and it's been his camera that what is what drives me around so mm. like that was the camera about the geneva yeah that's the camera i still have and it's just like you know you have a, like you guys have watch collections have a camera collection kind of oh tight that's so, dope yeah, it's, it's like a non-stop collection yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nora so so for you I, I've, I've read some of your stories on on hodinky there was one recently that you posted that was really cool about the the new um the vacheron collection that dropped oh, yeah. It. yeah yeah with the uh was it like the 12 different the great civilizations, the great civilizations. The, yeah. yeah 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 so like you coming from a space where um and i do get the the shared spirit um but like watches are new to you mm-hmm. what's what's how are you finding this new career path like what's what's driving that are you writing stories that you're passionate about? How are you, how are these things yeah, coming I've, about? I've been kind of taking, I think I spent as much as I could taking a backseat last mm. year and sort of being like every, almost everything I wrote, I would be like, I'm new. I'm not an expert, but here's my take. And right. I was just kind of trying to like soak it all up. Cause yeah. you know, before I was stepped out and wanted to like be like, here's an opinion worth listening to. Yeah. Um, but there was some stuff that I felt like I had a really strong connection to. Mm. Um, it has been fascinating and is really invigorating and then has also like in some ways been challenging. I yeah. think I had to stop reading the comments for a bit. It's like the sort of like. They can be brutal. <laughs> they can be brutal. Yeah. And I was kind of expecting like, like, oh, I know, I know how to deal with like rich yeah. douchebags. Like I was like all prepped for that. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, there's some people who are just kind of like really mean about the minutia. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And so that kind of was both just sort of feedback on like in a way that I needed to step up my game where it's mm. like, okay, there are things that I maybe wouldn't have considered taking seriously that I now have right. to take seriously because it's important to this ecosystem. Um, and then there was some other stuff where it's just like, all right, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I've met a lot of really great, interesting, smart people who I'm always kind of, invigorated by other people being really excited and passionate about things because mm-hmm. i think i'm like pretty even keel all my yeah. interests are like tv and re- like they're very boring and basic so yeah. when i meet people who are really into really specific things i love that energy and i love those people yeah. and so that's kind of been 
the best part about it. Especially in the watch world, a lot of those people bring so much enthusiasm. Oh, like yeah. you say the way like people's faces light up. We saw that all night at the Complecto event. Like there was that one guy, I think Jorge we ran into. Yeah. He brought like four watches with him. One of them was the pocket watch. It was, yeah, we remember. What I don't remember what was. kind it was, but yeah. he was rocking the pocket watch. He had <laughs> double wrists. He had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, he was he was definitely very um, enthusiastic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it, it was great to see, and um, you know, kind of like to both of you guys' stories is like just being lovers of things and stuff, and like it's all relative and all ties into everything because you know. I've always shared, you know, how I got into my passion. Mm -hmm. It was my father. You know, my father wore a Rolex for years. And I didn't know the value of it at a young age, but I knew it was something that was very, 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 very special. Um, you know. And we're you recording a Father's Day episode. Yes, yes. We gotta definitely give the dads the flowers, give the parents the flowers. Um, because they definitely, but it's funny, like where these things, these things come from mm -hmm. and, and where you find yourself. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, I wasn't super passionate about watches mm -hmm. and then, um, getting, you know, spending more time with like my grandfather, um, and understanding that like he was someone who collected watches and then everything that happened during COVID, it, I just kind of fell back into it. And, um, and then my relationships with these guys kind of reinvigorating that spirit mm -hmm. um one of the things he did recently that i really really enjoyed the three on three. Oh yeah yeah because <laughs> we know malika yes. and and and, and brent mm -hmm. and yes. that was a lot of fun yes because they're a lot of fun it was so fun <laughs> yeah tell us about that what was that like um that was just really it was it was chaotic how much fun we had it's how point. did it come about it was that three on three had kind of been not sunset, but like that we hadn't done one in a while. And they were like, okay, well, wouldn't it be cool if like we had women talking, like mm -hmm. you're new, Bryn's kind of in the ecosystem, like is cool and kind of newly in the ecosystem. Like, let's get the three of you together. Like we'd all, we'd all met and kind of like really liked each other. Mm -hmm. um, and so the theme around it was a little different. They're usually very specific where it's like best pilots watches for under sure. $10,000. And they were just like, well, you're all relatively new to the industry. Like what would, what is sort of like your version of what a success watch would look like? And that mm. will sort of beget the conversation of like what it is to be a, a woman in the industry mm -hmm. and kind of like how it's been so far. Yeah. Um, so that came along and was Davey, his last video that he shot for us. So mm. it's just like a really great afternoon. Oh, Davey, that's, um, that's, that's our friend Dave's friend. I think Dave knows Davey. Yeah, Davey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Wavy Davey, yeah. Yes, wait, so you, oh, did you, oh, you shot Dave too? You were there when we Mount, when they so shot there. Three, but I was there for the Grand Seiko. I shot this. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I shot Dave. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> so funny. So so he and so he's no longer with Odinky. He mm -hmm. went on to do something else. Okay. Got it. Cool. Um, what I loved <laughs> about the three on three was exactly what what you said in terms of like how it came together. Um, the fact that like. And this is something that Bryn really champions that I love, just making watches fun. Yeah. Yes. It's like so it doesn't fun. have to be this. There's enough stiff guys in the industry. Yeah, we don't yeah. need mm -hmm. any more of them. Um, and having a new take is is not only healthy, but it's also it's great for the industry. Mm -hmm. um, 
But then you also have, you know, you're creating a space for all of these other people who don't have these avenues. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To experience Watch Talk, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we do. And I thought that was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really, I I had kind of my prejudice of what the watch world was, where mm. it was just sort of like, going to be a bunch of like old white guys. Yeah. And then I got in and I saw that there were so many other like black people, people of color and women mm-hmm. doing things. And so it feels like a very exciting time to enter this space mm-hmm. yes. um, and to sort of help in the ways that we can kind of dispel the idea that like, oh, it's just for like old rich dudes. Yeah. And it's just like, well, if you take five extra seconds, you'll find that it's Seriously. not. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Um, what's, it, what's, it, what's it like now, like being from the, in the space that you, that you two are, um, you are privy to, to more happenings and seeing stuff that's in the industry. What does it seem like now? How does it feel to see like more women of, you know, ascending to power in the watch world? Like we have Jenny who just mm-hmm. became CEO of AP, uh, more people of color getting into the watch world. What is that like for you guys? It feels great. Yeah. <laughs> Did mean, it feel like you were alone? And there was times uh, yeah. way in the beginning yeah. before Nora came along. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like things have changed a lot mm-hmm. in the past like couple of years to where, you know, it was very white and black in the watch world. Yeah. You go to a watch event and there's not that many of us to now you go somewhere and there's a lot of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So things have changed a lot. Even in Watch and Wonders, there it still was a mixed crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I've never been to Watch and Wonders before this year, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't exactly the same because I've been to events where it wasn't exactly the same. Yeah. So it's nice to see the diversity that's changed mm-hmm. in these last couple of years, especially after COVID. Yeah. So. Yeah. Speaks volumes. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I mean, I think that's the initiative now, just to what, you know, I was talking about, just being connected with the brand. Mm-hmm. You can actually now like DM the CEO. You could DM the watchmaker. You could have a CEO on the show. You'd have somebody that's actually open. We can have, you know, editors from Hodinki to come and sit down with, you know, just like watch enthusiasts and kind of like bridge the gap mm-hmm. because for a, for a long time, you know, we did feel excluded, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't have a voice, not mm-hmm. even so much as people of color, just like, I, I'll, I'll even say like just your everyday person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't afford half the watches that like Hodinky covers, but I'm a watch enthusiast, yeah. but I still deserve to be in that space. And mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, Jason has shared as well yeah. as like, you know, don't think that you have to get a Royal Oak before you yeah. can yeah. have a conversation with somebody that does. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's like Jason said, that, that's kind of what we were talking about, about having a diverse group of people at Complecto, where it's like, as long as you like watches, you belong here. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yes. It doesn't matter what you have, what can you afford. Do you like this? Then it's for you. Mm-hmm. I always find it more interesting, too, when you have that person who, it was like this gentleman we, we ran into at Swatch mm-hmm. who just collects Swatch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like could probably afford a Rolex, whatever he wants, but he's like, he's got every single Swatch. Like those people yeah. are so fascinating to me. It's nuts. Yeah. You were going to say something? Oh, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I was yeah. going to say that like, while it, I think we did see a lot of women and people of color, it's like, we still definitely need more. Like there were spaces yeah, yeah, where we it was like, we yeah, were like, yeah. we, we were still rooms where it was just us. More. Yeah. That's Please what my go. wife says all the time. She, she's like, where are all the black women at? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. babe, we're working on getting them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but I think that was what was cool about the Complecto event too, because 
um, it was an excuse for all of us to see one another. Yeah. yeah. Where we typically don't, at mm-hmm. least not in that volume. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for me, it was like eye opening. It was like, wow, OK, like this is a lot bigger than I thought. I'm not alone in this, mm-hmm. you know, and that was really nice. Um, speaking of Watches and Wonders, the two of you went to Watches and Wonders. We did. Had a lot of fondue. So much fondue. <laughs> <laughs> so can we talk about that for a second? What yeah, is like it with the Swiss and cheese? Yo, we need to, yo, we need to make this episode a lot of fondue. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fondue. A lot of fondue. <laughs> a lot of fondue, episode 24. <laughs> <laughs> So what what is what is it with uh with watches because so the the thing was and we were talking about this off camera for a little bit but like when watches and wonders were going down like you guys are in Switzerland we're here in New York so if I want to see watches first I'm 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 counting on everyone that's over there to post something on the feed yeah. right and I'm scrolling at like midnight I'm starting I'm like what's going on what's going on and you've seen some great stuff so I stay up for like two three hours I go to bed and I know I can wake up in the morning. And He's I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna catch some more stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wake up in the morning and I just see everyone over there eating melted cheese. Because <laughs> it's like now it's like after hours the party has started and everyone's yeah. got like a beer in one hair, a glass of wine, and then like feeding each other like breads with like wine. fondue mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> have wine. What was going on in Switzerland? <laughs> I mean, like you're working how long? We're up for we're we're up before. It's time to go to Watch and Wonders. Yeah. I know for me, I'm like up at the crack of dawn, like editing watches mm-hmm. for you guys <laughs> to see. And we appreciate so, it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you guys work. do. I'm not a morning person, so I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a morning person. I'm not a night person. Okay. Like, I'm knocked out. Like after the fondue, the wine, I'm getting to my hotel and I'm dead. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm out of this. It, it's over. So in the morning, <laughs> Right before it's time to go to Watch and Wonders, I'm editing photos. Oh man! So you guys can see what's you know what's ready. Yeah. They can't edit on a, like a sleepy. They just can't do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like fondue is like it's, what you can eat. It's kind of like the Swiss <laughs> thing. I feel yeah. like it's like if a bunch of people descended on New York City, you'd see like pizza slices. Sure. Um, gotta have your fondue. It is good. I love melted cheese in all its varieties. It's amazing. The pizza in Switzerland though. They have not great. That's the thing is that it is the Swiss are good at many things. Food outside of fond- uh, fondue is so yeah. the fondue is pretty much the, the height. It's, it's like safe to get fondue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, your fondue with your bread, your potatoes. Mm-hmm. You can get a brisket. Oh, right that's now. good. That's I'm not mad at that. It's also like going to fondue with your coworkers is kind of like the thing to carve out time for. Like sure. everyone's kind of all over the place and has different yeah. brand dinners. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, we can gather each other. and Literally like, it sounds like fun. fun. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. We it's can a fun, meet for it's fun, a fun do. to do. Yeah. So what was that? What was Washington, Switzerland like for you too? I mean, for, for, for us, you know, we're back home. Sad we're missing out. <laughs> Sorry. Got online trying to get moon swatches. Couldn't yeah. get that. I was going to say moon swatches. <laughs> we were striking out. It was like right before. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. right before right. watching mm-hmm. the windows. And you, you, everyone looked like they're having so much fun. But what was that experience like? What did you like? What did you hate? I like. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's like. Eh, All eh. the coffee. Okay. <laughs> it was great. really great. Because again, I started 
2021, mm. not a lot of stuff was open. So it was really like one of the first times I got yeah. to handle a ton of watches in a row. Tight. Like I would get stuff, I, if I'm in the office, I try things on. Sometimes I'd have brand appointments, but to just sort of like try on a wide variety of stuff back to back to back was really yeah. great. Um, I have kind of a less, cause I don't write as much, I don't write as much in like new stuff as our writers do. I mm -hmm. sit back and I edit. I had mm -hmm. kind of more of a like, I was able to like sit in one spot. I had kind of an easier mm. version of it while yeah. they all kind of like took all these appointments. Mm -hmm. um, but it was really great to see kind of the team in their element where when things like embargoes lifted or they, we all just sat and like wrote together and yeah. to kind of see all of these people who I don't get to work with all the time mm. kind of like really do their thing was really great. Um, and it's also just the people watching is just incredible yeah. <laughs> and it was also like a great like i met a bunch of other people from different watch pubs who had never nice. met before so it was a really like professionally it was a great place to be um mm. it was exhausting but yeah was there anything that like kind of stopped you in your tracks in terms of any of the watches that you did see that i know you saw so much and you, you're taking so many pictures it's probably overwhelming at some point but was there anything you was like wow this is this is special. I gotta say Rolex was the best appointment. Okay. It's between Rolex and Cartier. Okay. Right? Like Cartier was What did it for uh, you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, because Cartier, the Car the all blacked out Cartier Santos was pretty dope. Yeah. Then you have the mass mysterious. The mysterious yeah. this, yeah. No one knows was, how to say it. I, <laughs> I, I must say to, mysterious I got to touch that a couple of times. So that was a really spinner the crash. Yeah. Oh, that the, the, the green and the yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fire. Yeah. yeah. Like, who doesn't want to touch a crash in person? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you have the Rolex Yachtmaster, mm. the Ogwen Dow one that I shot on your wrist. Mm -hmm. That one was like that gem set one with the yeah. pink. Yeah, yeah, that was on her. Sapphire, pink, and the sapphires. Yeah, that was all hers. <laughs> really, that one was um, crazy. Even the gold one, though, like the gold and black one. Like our CEO Jeff, it's like a big kid. You look know, like kid in a candy store. It's like a toy store. Yeah, he's like that. So you know, like, but all the appointments equally, like there was a surprise in every room. Just mm. about um, Tag Heuer had a pretty dope watch. I can't say the name off um, back, but it was sure. like. The all blacked out one. Um, was it the chronograph? Was it square or round? I believe it was a chronograph. I can't remember the name. I and then they had the sapphire too. Yeah, but like I think, everyone I think it had the yellow subdials, right? Was yeah. it black with yellow subdials? Might have been. It was. Um, we'll find it. We'll post yeah. a picture yeah. of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cut. It. To just a photo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like maybe you took. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tiffany's photo. photo. I did <laughs> take a photo of it though. Awesome. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, there was there was a lot of cool stuff. Van Cleef had a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. We got to handle one yeah, recently. Yeah. That was like yeah. that was my first time Which seeing one? one in person. It was the one with the it had the solar system on it. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, the fashion oh, watches my are like. Has that in her room. <laughs> yeah. Poster of it. <laughs> yeah. She's a Van Cleef poster. Yeah. Yeah. Tight. Okay. So it's spreading. <laughs> Work perks. What do you think of Hermes? Because I mean, Van Cleef and Hermes, um, and I had said it previously, was like. Those two brands actually like shocked me for watches and women. Hermes had some really cool dials. Yeah. Uh, there was one, it was like a woman, uh, well, I we can't say that anymore. It was a watch, <laughs> um, but it had the Hermes um, kind of like look to it with the mm. part off of the dial, but I don't know how to say it exactly. 
but it's a nice watch. Yeah. Um, their collection actually did surprise me this year compared to other years. I feel like you've kind of seen the same thing from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this year they kind of came out. Mm-hmm. They stepped it up. Yeah, they're, the dials are very detailed. The responses I saw from people were really great too. From like like real like watch enthusiasts, like people care for watch, they were like, wow, I remember. Which doesn't like, usually happen. It doesn't. No, yeah. they like exactly. you guys actually did something. Yeah. yeah. Which was cool. It was really cool to see that. IWC had some cool stuff too. Mm-hmm. Everyone, you know, collectively, yeah, had cool stuff. So And what what about you, Nora? What did you see? Was there anything that kind of just like floored you? Um I was really I was really taken with the Van Cleef flower mm-hmm. one that yeah. was just yes. so where the timing was, was yeah. it was conceptually so cool and then when, when you think about the mechanics that have to go into that where it's yeah. like the flower it's not like one flower and then two it's like different every single time that yeah. was the cool thing with a lot of like these either like luxury companies mm-hmm. or like predominantly like jewelry companies like mm-hmm. they really came out and like delivered some crazy it seemed like pieces. they were crafting works of art yeah, really. yeah. exactly more than just a timepiece. Yeah. yeah well in our presentation the man who was i'm forgetting his name but he was like we go like concept and idea first mm-hmm. and then the watchmaking follows second and i think that's so cool and probably such an interesting challenge to go to like someone really technical and be like what if this reminds you of spring and all of these flowers open yeah. up and yes um the also best part of that uh, brief was, I think I talked about this before, but he was talking about the watch, the like kiss watch. And he's yeah. like, and we did a lot of research to figure out what the perfect length of a kiss is. And it's three minutes. And everyone in the room was like, <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> wow. Um, but that, and then the, <laughs> I really had, I think my first like sparkly eyed, I might have to be financially reckless and get this watch with the black dial tank Louis Cartier. I just yeah. put Fire. that on and yeah. 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 Fire. That was nice when you were too. It was, I've been thinking about it. Enabler. Nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I have a bad like thing of saying, this looks really nice when you're to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how you get them. That's, yeah. how, that's how he does me. I'm not even trying to sell it to them. I'm, I'm, I'm like, the enabler really of the group. Nice I think yeah. that shit all like, the time. man, you should oh, buy you should that. Get that. <laughs> you just buy it. Don't worry about it. Just do it. You like it? Get it. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good at that. He got me a couple of times. I mean, who doesn't want cardio on their wrist, though? So Truly. He just got one. Hey! 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 <laughs> We're saving that for another episode. They don't know what it is. It's okay. Oh, God. Foreshadowing. Yeah, mm-hmm. foreshadowing. I was thinking about getting <laughs> yeah. it, too. After you got yours. I'm going to break it out once I change the strap. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that, that you know, special, you special thing. Oh, I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, yeah. I have, well, I have another one coming. Mm-hmm. It's from Cartier. It's just mm-hmm. it's a little, little crazy. <laughs> so now you have to watch it or watch and listen to a couple more episodes. Yeah, to, uh, yeah, replanting yeah, the seat, cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, speaking of, of that, like we we are big fans of like accessorizing our watches. Yes. Switch out straps. Um, even dress around our watches, mm-hmm. which is like a new thing for some people. Um, I got into a conversation the other day with someone, uh, another organization we're working with, and they're like, how do you guys style mm. your watches? Which I thought was like such an interesting question. But I kind of want to pose that question to you two. Like, do you think about it in that way? Like when you get up, how do you decide what you're going to wear? Do you have rules for it? Uh, are you organizing your timepieces? Like, this is for special occasions, events. This is my weekend there. Like, What's your method? What's the method to your madness? I mean, Nora's more fashionable. <laughs> That's not true. Um, I sort of think 
says the person with the 700 Yeezys. Yeah. Yeah, hey, you can't call me out. <laughs> <laughs> Sneakers. <laughs> I kind of think like watch for where I'm going. Like mm. it's more of an occasion based thing. And then I kind of dress around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's sort of like, what What of the very limited number of watches that I own? How many watches do you own now? I have five. And it's a lot for some people. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a like variety. <laughs> not of this it. guy. Not, yeah, not. Yeah. Enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all very special. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I I have a Movado Museum watch, which I bought right when I got the job because I was like, this is right in the like my lane of my style. I like a minimalist thing. And I've kind of when I was starting, someone gave me a piece of advice where they're like, don't buy like a fancy watch in the first year. Your taste is going to change. You're going to be so excited. You it's like true. sort of know what you're talking about. You're going to have like distortion of like what money should be spent on it. Um, and so that Movado, I really rocked a lot of places mm-hmm. um, my first my first year and kind of like. You know, people be like, oh, that's a mall watch. And I was like, yeah, and what of it? Like, I yeah. kind of had an attitude about it. Um, it's so crazy how people really try to, like, impose them yeah. their opinions. And I love that watch. Yeah. Um, so I do kind of think, like, what does this, where am I going and what does like, the watch kind of call for? Mm-hmm. And how I have watches that I will wear if I'm like, well, what if I forget this watch somewhere? Then, yeah. like, I'll wear the that yeah. one. Yeah. No, that's kind of how I do it, too. Like, well, I... I um I think about what watch I'm gonna wear mm-hmm. when I get up, mm-hmm. and then I dress around that. But I also contextualize where I'm going. Yeah, yes. and that'll help me decide too. And so if like I know I'm going to like a cookout at like Uncle Fred's, I'm wearing a G-Shock or a Timex because mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna do a lot of drinking and mess it up. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What about you? So how many watches does Tiffany Wade have now? The, okay, the woman so, who shoots them all mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't with, know with a daughter who's got a Van Cleef poster. <laughs> I mean, she has watches too, but yeah. I don't, I actually don't know how many watches I own at this point. So that means you got so, a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot. I think you I have a good amount. Forget. Well, a lot of subjective. But I don't yeah. Know, yeah. yeah, I don't know how Is many. Is 24 a lot? Okay, so he's beating me on the 24. I don't have 24. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um... But I like, you know, I don't have, I just don't know how much I have. I haven't counted mm-hmm. actually. Um, but like, I, I choose my watch based off of functionality. Okay. So it's like it has to do something what I'm doing for the day. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom, mm-hmm. so like if I'm going in the airport, I'm wearing my Apple Watch mm-hmm. because I can just scan in on my Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Sure. For my ticket, <laughs> instead of holding a million things. Um, so it really depends on where I'm going, uh, if, and it depends on the weather. Mm. So the weather, like if it's warmer out, I'm definitely probably going to pull out a G shot. Yeah. Um, so it has to depend on where I'm going, and then the outfit comes kind of like I don't know when the outfit comes. It's funny how that happens, mm-hmm. right? It could come in before, yeah. and then I'll probably change the watch after again, <laughs> or then maybe I'll be like, oh. I need to wear my Apple Watch and I'll wear the other watch yeah. or something. So oh, so you double wrist it? Sometimes. Respect. So it's just like, it depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. And where I'm going. How's it been watching your 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 taste sort of expand and change? Like, I assume the first watch you got, 
And maybe not in all cases. Some some people still love the very first watch they got. But like, have you have you gone back at your collection, looked at pieces, like, eh. I have lately. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, you know, you think about getting a new piece. You yeah. Think about offering old pieces. Yeah. And then you think about like, should I offer this or should I keep it? Yeah. Like that's the hard part. So, I don't know. Like I look back at stuff and I'm like, nah. Yeah. Like I have a bronze watch. Which I love bronze. Yep. Um, mm. Which Baltic bronze piece is this? Oh, uh, Baltic Aquascape. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, love the watch, mm-hmm. but now I'm like, yeah, do I still want it? <laughs> yeah, you know. But I do love it. Yeah. So what? What made you change your mind on that one? It bronze ages, so it's just the way it ages. Yeah. I'm not like I don't know if I want that aging anymore. Sure. <laughs> so. Okay. Fair enough. How but, about you? Um, I don't know if I would get rid of anything that I have. I think because right now they just feel still kind of relevant. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, what do I, I'm using them as like to inform any future decisions that mm-hmm. I might want. Like that black tank Louis Cartier kind of looks like my Mabotin Museum watch. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when I was reading it, I was like, do I need it? And then I put it on. I was like, I need, I need it. it. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> I need it. Yes, um, I have one watch that I brought from Spring Break Watches, which is like this black owned watch brand and it was like 80 bucks mm. and I don't wear it that much, but it's purple. And I'm like, Ooh, I miss having like a purple piece. So, yeah. um, yeah, I kind of like everything that I've got. One other piece that I have got from my mom and I love it and it's very delicate and like, that's the special occasion watch. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like set with what I have and I want yeah. another piece and sort of that feels m- more intentional. Have you seen your taste sort of like expand or change at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, In what ways? My first couple of months, I would say until maybe even Watches and Wonders, I was like, you will never see me wear a chronograph. Too busy. Too yeah. much stuff. I'm not I'm not timing anything. Like, yeah. I don't need all those buttons. And then I tried on a Zenith and was like, oh, yeah. you might... Elton you might Euro? see, uh huh. Yeah. Oh, you sure. might see me in a chronograph. Yeah. Um, so there's some stuff like that that has changed. Um, yeah, I think kind of in my appreciation has grown in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. I think, and that has made it harder to sort of figure out what my taste is. But I think the more I see, the the more focused it gets. Yeah, it, that's true, and it, it it becomes a little more difficult to make a selection mm-hmm. because you're questioning everything. Mm-hmm. And I find myself doing that a lot. And you also kind of understand like the other things besides being like, oh, I like this material and I like mm-hmm. the size that goes into looking good on your wrist. Yeah. Like I love a Vash around 222, but I tried it on and I was like, I don't think this is my watch. Mm. And if I'd How seen much? it, yeah. <laughs> Heartbroken that it wasn't my watch, but like now I kind of feel like I have a better idea of all the other things that I would want to consider and look at when looking right. for a watch besides just like, yeah. do I like the dial? You brought up something interesting too, you, you, cause you bought a, um, I forget the name of the brand you mentioned, but black owned watch. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that we, we, we haven't talked about enough, Yes, but we are starting to see a lot of black owned watch companies pop mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Uh, my mother-in-law has Italian. Italian twine. Italian yeah. twine. She wears it. Yeah. She loves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wears it all the time. She wears it everywhere. Um, but what's that been like? Like seeing these brands pop up. How's that how does that make you feel? It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. Yeah. yeah. It was that teleport watch that uh actually they, they were able to get one on Obama. Yeah. Yes. That's big. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I I like the fact that, you know, we're kind of getting into horology. Um, I think it kind of like it really started to highlight with um Elgis Hodge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. He's doing mm-hmm. a lot of work. And kind of like, you know, what he, what he stands for in 
um, you know, the watch community. I think it highlights a lot, a lot more because of his celebrity. But at the same time, like he puts himself in the position where, you know, it quite necessarily doesn't um, matter. You know, like in what way? Like his celebrity, oh, his celebrity, his celebrity doesn't status matter. doesn't matter. Uh-huh. You know, it's more about this. Um, yeah. Well, one of the things that he said that I love was because he's working on this watch project. He was like, I don't care if I sell one. Mm-hmm. I just want to make it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like to me, that's such like a huge statement because you don't see a lot of people of color as like watchmakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. Or here's a guy who's like a really popular actor, and then his pastime is like making timepieces, exactly. mm-hmm. which is really incredible. And then now be into a space where we are not only part of the conversation, but building companies, proving that we can move units, Yes, right? It makes me feel good because it, now my imagination can run wild. And I'm like, all right, where, where can this go? Mm-hmm. Can, you know, can someone come up that can rival some of these larger companies? Yeah. Absolutely. Big shoes to fill, but yeah. it's a possibility now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the first thing that you know we'd have to tackle first is like, I think innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, design. I, I, right now, this is my opinion, and I could be totally wrong. I think right now we're focused on design. Mm-hmm. I think you know if we focused on technology innovation, mm-hmm. um, then I think we would probably see a little bit more of spike in interest mm-hmm. because it's like you look at a watch on the outside and you may say, oh, I don't really like it because it looks like this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because there are some, you know, some brands where you're like, oh, it looks like a poor man's AP yeah, or sure. that mm-hmm. looks like this. It's like, sure, but, you know, maybe there's a feature in it that AP doesn't offer or mm-hmm. this doesn't offer, so on and so forth. So I think more of like the technological part is where... You know, I think there's definitely a lot of opportunities there. Yeah. yeah. But like even like um like our friend Jose, just like seeing all of these like people of color that mm-hmm. are like now becoming like legit watchmakers. Yeah, Jose is like super legit. So crazy enough, I actually got to visit um the um the Patek um service center and um and I was surprised when I seen how many watchmakers were actually like of color mm-hmm. um, to see women that were watchmakers. That's awesome. To yeah. see Hispanics. Their, their head watchmaker at, at Patek here in New York at Rockefeller Center, the person who was in charge of like the other 40 people mm-hmm. is a Hispanic guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think even and Richard was talking to us about that. So when we, we visited Sotheby's watch department recently and got to hang out with the homie Richard Lopez. Yep. Shout out to Richard. Shout out to Richard. And his crew. Uh, Janet and Christina, yep, yep. Uh, who were gracious hosts, and he was talking about that too. And part of why he's such a big fan of the show is just the continual, like, seeing this growth mm-hmm. of young people, people of color, women, just people who weren't traditionally part of the conversation yeah. now, like, ingrained in it. I think there's like a big opportunity for. I think what we kind of, you're right, what we kind of don't see in a lot of Black-owned brands is kind of uh, high horology, mm-hmm. like, innovation in the mechanical space. But I keep thinking that there is some opportunity for almost like a crossover watch brand company where it's like, like Telfar. Telfar bags oh, yeah. yes, hit yeah. a sweet, like, a right the right price point. They, they feel do. luxury. They mm-hmm. say something. But they're faux leather. Like, it's just kind of like there's a moment and there's something that can be, yeah. I think, that, like, is just like rife, to, like waiting yeah, to happen. Run with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
for sure. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting take. There's, yeah, that's that's very interesting. So, um, continuing on, uh, we talked about how your taste level has expanded in, in watch collecting. Um, it still sounds like you two still describe yourselves as being very new to watches in some regard. Um, I guess. Like, I feel like I'm new in a regard of collecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in regard of seeing, touching, and feeling mm-hmm. a watch. I'm not. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where I'm going with this, what, what I wanted to ask, I, one of the questions we always ask is like, what, what piece did it for you? And I'm curious for each of you, what was that? Because like you got the job, you bought a watch, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure a similar thing happened with you just because like now you're in the culture. Like, all right, I need to, I need to yeah, watch my wrist. Sooner or later. But at what, what, what was the piece um, and when did it strike where you were like, I get it because I have to have that one? I mean, like Clarence, <laughs> shout out to Clarence if he watches this. You put a um, roll of oak for me. Okay. And that'll like, do it. <laughs> yeah. So you that'll oh, so we have a we have a, we have AP yeah. in the collection? No, no, no. Oh, it's bad. But like, <laughs> I was like, word? That was like, <laughs> like putting that on my wrist and like feeling it on yeah. my wrist is what made me be like, okay, like, what do I get now? Mm. Like, how do I get this watch? And when could I buy this watch? Feeling like the weight and yeah. like just how it felt and then how it looked on my wrist. Like it's nice because Clarence is a photographer yeah. too. So I'm like, ah, like oh, I got a nice photo that I didn't take on my wrist. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this is nice. Like, yeah. So that makes you want to buy. Sure. You know, let's, you want to buy a watch. Yeah. <laughs> I put on a. For the Crown and Caliber video, I put on a Calatrava. Nice. And that kind of really yeah. just felt different. Like that's, that's it, how I felt when I put on my first with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah. I there's, need one. There's yeah. something about there was something about it. And then recently I put on just a Vacheron patrimony and I could Ooh. kind of feel the like the heart of the watch. It's from the heritage line. Yeah. Yeah. And I that really, was really, really love that line. And that was kind of the first watch I felt where I was like, I think I care about what's inside of this watch. Yeah, and I can feel the difference and the like Maltese cross balance weight in the back. I'm just like, I could see myself like taking this off and showing the back to yeah. someone. And that felt like a step in kind of my watch knowledge yeah. experience. It's funny how that happens too. Mm-hmm. And then because we one of the things I always go back to is AP because I remember like seeing them all the time, like in hip hop yeah. videos or on TV mm-hmm. and magazines and even on people's wrists. But like when you actually try one on, when you actually touch it, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think I am an AP dude. When mm-hmm. you put it on your wrist, you want to become an AP person. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, talk to me nice. Like, yeah. I am. Yeah, like, yeah, you start doing all uh-huh. this. And the worst part <laughs> is like, when someone's like, man, that looks so nice on your wrist. I think that fits you. You're yeah. like, man, it does. That's usually right? you though. <laughs> Well, I have a small wrist, so mm-hmm. like, I can't wear a Speedmaster Omega because yeah, it, looks, can, it looks like you yeah. can wear a Speedy. It just get like a wrist. Speedies are for everyone. Just get it reduced. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it is my yeah. wrist though. I feel like it's like huge on my wrist, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, in terms of uh, community, um, obviously you two have fostered one for yourselves at, at Hodinkee. But what does the what does what does the watch community look like for the two of you outside of of Hodinkee? 
Are there are there more black women involved in watches than we realize? Where are they? Where can we find them? Where can we can get them on the show? Yeah. I'm sorry. Is it? Mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> we. I just want to meet more. I want to meet more people. Uh, like woman wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's. I don't know to say like per se like black women specifically. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there are a lot more women mm-hmm. involved in the watch community than you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, you know, Kara started that a long time ago. Okay. Um, when I even started the job, just like her talking about unisex and watches. Yeah. Like, that was like a groundbreaking uh, thing at the time. Um, and there weren't that many women even in the office at mm-hmm. that time. So like it's grown a lot um and it was nice to go to watch and wonders and see a lot of women around and watch and wonders because um like in in the states like here you don't see that you don't. that much no um so i think from being at watch and wonders and then like even the complecto event showed complecto like, event was awesome yeah that's, like that's there were so many women there it was ridiculous there was. i was mm-hmm. like wait where are yeah. you guys coming from <laughs> mm-hmm. i finally got to um, meet miss lydia winter yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah no that was fantastic she's now. awesome i mean like i've been a fan of hers and she's been a fan of mine it's funny so i'm a fan of fanning each other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fanning out yeah like oh my god so, um, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's cool great. to see that. That's awesome. I actually had uh, several months ago, I DM'd, DM'd her just like, yeah. it's like how much I loved her work. And I didn't get a response. I was like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. small fries, whatever. And then she DM'd <laughs> the wrist check page oh. like a mm-hmm. month before she was coming to New York. She's like, I love you guys. And I'm coming to New York. I want to meet. It was like, what do we do? And then we find out we're both going to the Complecto event. She's awesome. Yeah, she's yeah. tons of fun. She's an amazing photographer. Yeah, she has that podcast with her her other friend too that they just started, uh, where they just talk about like watch photography. I don't know if you've seen this. It's pretty tight. I'll oh, send nice. you a link. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, it's dope. Um, but yeah, I think you know that's something that we talk about all the time. Like it, what's what's been nice from starting this show is actually being able to like bring people together. Mm-hmm. Um. Not only bring people together, but also like introduce this culture of watches that we love to people. One of my best friends just bought like his first timepiece. He bought a King Seiko. Yes. Yeah. From the Minute Mom. Yes. Yes. Down yes. in Queens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my boy now. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go give him a visit. Yeah, we definitely do. Um, at the Queens Center Mall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um but it's fun, you know, and I think that uh, we felt it at, at the Complecto event, just like it was the start of something like incredibly special. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm always curious, like, how do we get more people of color involved? And I think it just comes down to us doing our own events. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think we just have to start. We got to have some risk check events pop up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just understanding that, you know. We do belong in this space. You know, it's fine because, you know, the instant gratification isn't going to come, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Just the fact, even like with our show and what we do is like, yeah, great. So we don't have 20, 30,000 listeners, you know, 
the views aren't off the charts, whatever. I mean, it will be soon. Yeah. yeah. So we, <laughs> it's building. It's building, it's but building. It's, it's, it's the simple fact, like, you know, I think with technology and just how people think nowadays, it's like, oh, if, if, if it's not popping right now, then that ain't it. Yeah. Or I'm going to give up or, you know, they want to go ahead and do something that's clickbaity or whatever it is. But, you know, you just have to stay your course and do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that so much. And it's what's what's cool, too, is that now, like, pop culture is, is starting to come in and, and we're seeing. I mean, it's been there with watches, with guys like Hove and stuff like that. But now you have, like, the Pusher T's. Yep. The um, Cardi B's, you know. Uh, the, the Tyler's. The, the Tyler's. Frank Ocean's. Everybody. Frank yeah. Frank yeah. Ocean's, and, like, they're actually now having to start. Like they're starting like watch talk, whether it's in their music or in their interviews. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's a it's a point of interest. It's a, interest is a point of reference for them to to kind of like what we talked about with Tom, like show what they know. Yeah. Yes, you know, and expand on what they know, which I think is awesome. Um, what are you two hoping to see in the remainder of the year in the industry? Um, I haven't seen the two 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 in person yet. Not so. Far. I know it's for I'm me. hoping that's going to come across <laughs> my hands. 2-2-2 is for the crew. Um, besides that, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, there's just no telling what's going to end up. I feel like we're in, my we're, hands. We're in store for like <laughs> another really big like bomb drop from someone. Uh, I mean, before the year's over. Yeah. A couple, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. I know we're going to get another one from Patek. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to be quiet. But you can't say on the mic, I can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's going to go, she knows something. Yeah. She knows something. I'm ready. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, are you, what are you hoping to see? Okay. I know. You see it all. You see it all. Wait, we can, we can, we can, we'll, Shows, yeah. we'll talk some, look at some pictures after the show. You're <laughs> <laughs> in trouble. I won't say nothing, I promise. Sorry, Ben. Um, <laughs> what are you hoping to see? Industry-wise, piece-wise, what's, what's happening? Piece-wise, the thing that I have not like had enough time with is kind of like micro brands or smaller brands. Like I want to yeah. see an Anordain. Like there yeah. are a couple of like- I haven't seen one in person yet either, but I'm yeah. in love with them. Yeah. And like every time they go up for sale, online i'm like plotting like <laughs> yeah yeah that, i feel like i might regret it i don't know that and like a ming yeah there's some yeah. like micro brands that mm-hmm. i really want to see in person um industry wise i think just more i would love like again more black women i missed the last complecto so i'm coming to the next one because i had fomo um and that, that's coming soon <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah a couple weeks um yeah i think just more more excitement from, I think, I kind of want to get like more like fashion girlies into it. Like, I feel yeah. like that is kind of something that like- It's a we could really Yeah. Yeah, and like even just looking at like, like it's funny because we, we've we've become like almost like best friends with, with Bryn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yo, I was gonna <laughs> she's say, the best. Yo, we just seen Bryn in like the- She was in like the Hermes, Hermes commercial. commercial. Mm-hmm. She's like, you oh, see nice. this? <laughs> yo, I, so I sent it in the group chat and I was like, yo, my girl is winning. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bryn. Mm-hmm. She's, she's, she's a legend. She's, she's, she's amazing. Uh, she plugs us all the time. She's always introducing us to people. Mm-hmm. She is so about it. Yeah. And, uh, we are so appreciative of her, but like, 
she's she's hilarious. Yeah, she's such a good mix of like someone who has like a really great product in her Instagram account and then yeah. it's just like such a great person where yeah. it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. people want to be in your orbit because you're a good they person really and do. you want to like put that energy back out there. Yes, so. she actually like her, the perception of her actually is what you think it mm-hmm. is. Like she is fun, she's bubbly, she like, mm-hmm. you know, and then when you put, when you put the face to the name, because she does post a lot of things. She's a like, great writer too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So when like, you know, when she does post the things that she covers and stuff, and then like she posts like a photo of herself, it's like, oh man, we need more of this. That's yeah. why I should have heard with the cheeseburger on her birthday. Did yes. you guys see that? Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. Was no, she's, she's just like, she could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. I do she's like great. she does like, she'll take photos and they're like the most like nicest thing, but mm-hmm. she just takes it in the like her way. Yeah. And it's, she has yeah. an aesthetic. Like, mm-hmm. cool, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, it's got its own like high low things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's almost like very like American apparel. Yeah, yeah. yes, like brand American. Yeah, cool without <laughs> being like trying too hard. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. I also Fernanda, at I can never Gigantum the PR. She was at Complecto. Fernanda, uh, yes. she's great. She's someone who's she's, really um, yeah. She's great. She's just Zenith H Moser. Moser, oh, wow. yeah. Okay, she's great. She is actually she was our wrist shot. For the Complexo event, she was the first shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! Yeah. Nice. She's great. So we've gotten to, I think, kind of like connect with a mm-hmm. lot of other women, a lot of yeah. other women of color. Not that many black women, I would are say. Are there any like women watch meets? There are some women watch meetups. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been to any yet. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, I started an event that was basically mm-hmm. for all of. Yeah. Zoe Abelson kind of. Uh, puts together events for women and watches. So That's yeah, good. it's it's coming together. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It's all coming. Twenty twenty three. Watch out. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's our year. We'll have thirty thousand followers by then. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, everyone will have two two twos. On yeah. The <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not be two 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 ambassadors. Yes, yeah. Yes. BC make it happen. Mm-hmm. This has been a real treat. I'm glad we we got you all to to track down here with us and, and spend for, some time with us. Yeah, this is great. We were both texting each other. We're like, we're so nervous. And then we sat down and we're <laughs> like, oh, this is this just fun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. The I know you, 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 you prefer to be behind the camera, but we yeah, appreciate you being, being, the camera. being mm-hmm. on the camera I didn't even tonight. bring a camera with me today. What? what? I was wow. only going to get some yeah. shots. Saturday. Oh, yeah. It's Memorial Day weekend. I was like, I'm not touching a camera I feel all you. weekend. I feel <laughs> you. You're on vacation. Life I'm on vacay while I can be on it. So. Respect. <laughs> Love it. Respect. Semi-vacay. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate <laughs> the two of you for, for trekking down here and, and doing our little show. Uh, hanging out with us. And... Um, you know, more to your endeavors and everything you got going on for this year. <laughs> You're always leaving laughs throwing me off. <laughs> I'm like, if you only knew. Oh man. <laughs> Tiffany and her secrets. I don't I don't I I'm I'm not I'm not gonna press you. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna press you. There's a lot mm-hmm. of little things. Well I hope they're all good things. Oh definitely good stuff. Awesome. I good can't stuff. wait to see it. I feel like there's a lot of exciting things to see this year coming. Like, yeah. Especially this summer. We've got some fun stuff coming. So what you're basically telling me, this these laughs mean there's I mean, a lot of heat like, coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of heat. She, she's trying to hold her tongue. There's a lot mm-hmm. of heat coming, but I have to hold my tongue. <laughs> so. 
We might have to do an oh, unplugged version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all B-roll. Witness protection. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll do like the, the we'll do we'll do like what we did with Bro Dinky. We'll mm-hmm. You blow the, your face we'll out. Yeah. Your voice, change your voice. <laughs> how does how does Bro Dinky feel about Bro Dinky? I mean, I like Bro Dinky. Respect. Yeah. Bro Dinky's a shit. I feel like the writers all like Bro Dinky. Yeah. Awesome. Like it's a good like comic relief for us he's mm-hmm. he's a he's and a good dude yeah that's him. the most important thing and that's what we talked about with him i mean too. i laugh at myself all the time because like they'll be like i don't know if anyone else ever sees like my little mess ups but it'll just be like this one little mess up like in the picture you see yeah, it and yeah. i'm like cracking about this <laughs> <laughs> yes yes but like i have to laugh it off like, yeah. everyone's already seen it right sure so mm-hmm. but probably no one else has seen it it's probably only me seeing it yeah. That's the other part. That's true. Too, so mm-hmm. it's funny. Um, so I can't wait for all the heat yes. that you won't tell us about, but I know it's coming. <laughs> it's, coming. it's coming. I trust you. <laughs> I trust you. Um, but very, very appreciative to have you join us tonight. Thank um, you. And to everyone out there in TV and Podland, you know where to find us. If you don't, on Instagram at RiskCheckPod. Um, we're also on Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. My name is Perry. I'm Ben. This is Rashawn. This is Rashawn. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. There you go, Stephen. <laughs>